Social Zoom Factor, episode 24. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. So tell me, how are you doing today? Are you kicking butt and taking names? Are you making things happen in your life and business? Are you taking the steps that you need to take to make your business and your life go Zoom? I have to tell you, it's already one of those days, one of those weeks that I am seeing so many of our clients and so many of my colleagues getting attacked attacked by random acts of marketing and randomness and mindsets filled with status quo. So today's show is going to be a little different than what we normally do. And any of you who know me, who follow me, you know I'm usually not shy. And when I think I see a problem that we can help solve, I'm not one to sit back and let that problem keep going. I'm usually one that stands up to the table and says, okay, Let's talk about these things. Let's get these things on the table and let's deal with them once and for all so we don't have to keep talking about it tomorrow and the next day and the week after that. So I love passing out what I call a little bit of tough love. So that's what you're going to get from me today. Hopefully you're in the mood for it. If you're not, hopefully you will still listen to me because you may need it even more if you think you're not in the mood for it and if you just don't want to hear it and if it's just one of those days you're saying, you know, Pam, I just don't want to hear about that today. I want to just keep going along on my status quo life and my status quo business and it's working for me and it's not stressful and I'm just going to go out to the social webs and I'm going to tweet and I'm going to Facebook and I'm going to create some email marketing programs that don't work and I'm going to create some content that doesn't really drive any traffic or any conversions and then I'm going to go hang out on a tweet chat all night, go to bed, watch some TV, and then I'm going to wake up and do the same thing tomorrow and wonder why I have no results. Sound familiar? If that sounds familiar, then what you're doing, you're making up excuses and you're falling prey to status quo. So my hope today is that I'm going to rise you out of status quo. I want to inspire you to do the hard things that you need to do, to do the things in your business that are actually going to bring results, the things that are actually going to give you some free time, the things that will actually help you make your boss happy, that will help you make your wife or your husband happy, maybe even your kids happy if you're anything like us. Because I have a 10-year-old who I swear is a CFO to be soon someday. And he, more than anybody, watches our margins. And he knows how much time we spend with clients. He knows how much time we're working or not working. He knows how much time my face is in my smartphone or my new MacBook Air. And he knows how we spend our time. And if we go out and we're spending too much time with a client that's not paying for that time, or we're working too much on a project because we're spending too much time on Facebook, he'll look straight at me and say, mom, how are those margins working out on that project? Boy, those weren't very good percentages on that meeting you just went to, were they? Can't believe it. Who's a 10 year old to tell me what to do, right? But you may be thinking, who's this marketing that to tell me what to do? 
Well, I don't know. You can listen to me or you cannot, but I have been around the block when it comes to managing business on little resource. And if you've been following this podcast at all, you probably know by now that I spent 15 years in corporate America and I was basically a corporatepreneur. I always got those projects that had little budget, little resource, but huge goals. And they were often that pet project of the CEO, CFO, or COO, you know how those things go. So they had huge eyes on them. Maybe I was just a little brainwashed from corporate America. I'm not sure, but I was always one of the first people to raise my hand when one of those pet projects came along. And even if there was no budget to start, and if it was a project that I saw had huge opportunity, and usually it was a project that I knew could really change something in the marketplace, change something for our clients. And I would see that opportunity and say, you know what? I'm going to go make this thing happen. And when I worked at Sun Microsystems, where I was for seven and a half years, who eventually got sold to Oracle, I worked in the services group there and I stayed really close to the revenue for many years and working on high technology products, bringing, you know, disparate systems together in the services world, but building huge online platforms, that type of thing. And I can remember we did one project that literally brought together 132 disparate business systems under one umbrella. And that didn't happen overnight. That took a lot of work. And there were a lot of teams that came and went as we made that happen. And I had project after project that wasn't funded, had no resource, and it would start out with a community team, literally. It would be me and another tech geek smarter than me, and then usually a business analyst or a finance guy to keep us all honest. And they would say, may the best team win. And they would assign three to seven teams with the exact same project. And it was this challenge that we would have of who could perform and make their project happen the best. And if you achieve success, then you would be able to take that product to market. You would get assigned the resources, you would get assigned the budget, and get to have a lot of fun and success along the way. So once I did a couple of those projects successfully, they got to be a personal and a business challenge and something I really enjoyed doing. And trust me, I have a point here with where I'm going. What I learned through the years was that I was never going to be successful in that type of a career by making up excuses. I would never have been successful if every roadblock and obstacle and challenge that I came across that I threw in the towel and just said, you know what, we can't accomplish that because all of our systems are broken. And hey, we're never going to be any better than we are today because we have no budget. We have no resource. Nope. That was the complete opposite mindset that I had. I have numerous examples where we had just killer, high-performing teams so cohesively working toward one vision with one roadmap and just enjoying every bit of that journey. And so when I talk to you about these things on this podcast, I want you to know I'm not just making them up. I'm not just reading other people's blogs and listening to other people's podcasts and copying the things that they say. I'm telling you these things from the heart. And so today is one of those conversations that I'm going to share with you a little bit of my past and through some experiences and through some guidance that I hope is going to get some of you who are stuck in a rut out of your rut. All right. So imagine that project that I told you about the 132 disparate business systems that we brought under one umbrella. Can you imagine if I would have given up? What if our team would have said, you know what? 
we're going to go ahead and throw in the towel because yeah, you're right, folks. That does sound really challenging and I don't think we're going to be able to pull this off. No, we got a team together and we went and said, let's find every skeleton in every closet of every business system that we have. Let's crack this nut one little nut at a time. And that's exactly what we did. We had people from all over the organization telling us, you, you can't do that. Your team, your guys, you cannot launch that product. You cannot build that product. It cannot go to market. You know, it's going to cannibalize our whole entire service line. And what they didn't know is that was the plan. We were about disruption and we were about tearing apart an entire services portfolio and truly recreating it from the ground up and taking all of the good parts and just making them even better. And as some of the naysayers told us from day one, when we had the first community group where the three of us, four of us got together and would literally host conference calls, inviting people in a volunteer capacity to be part of this vision that we had inside a massive organization that I think at the time had maybe 40,000 plus employees. We used to be on the same campus as what is now Facebook. And so here we had this small team and 98% of the rest of the org telling us, you can't make that happen. Yet it was a pet project from COO, CEO. So we were bound and determined to make sure that it happened. So I'll skip to the end of the story. The end of the story is that it did go to market. It did grow and nurture an 800 plus person business unit. And we knew from the start, we said we will have been successful when we basically put ourselves out of a job, when what we're doing becomes embedded into the DNA of the organization. And that is exactly what we wound up doing. And over the course of two years to three years, it was fully embedded within the DNA of the organization. The services portfolio was transformed. We had made huge changes and transformations in sales organizations and service delivery organizations and with partner organizations. So let me tell you, it was not easy. Okay, these were hard things that happened at a global scale. And so I want you to think about this today. I want you to ask yourself one question as we start. What excuses are you giving yourself? What excuses are you making up so that you don't have to do what needs to be done? Is it somebody else's fault that a system is broken? Somebody else's fault that you can't get the data that you need to move something forward? Maybe you're blaming things on your content marketing team. Maybe you're blaming things on your PR team. Is it your web team? Is it your CFO and the finance team? Is it your executives because you can't get the budget that you need? Is it just everybody in your organization because nobody wants to work with you and help integrate social media or marketing new media you're trying to implement? I don't know what your problems are, but you better figure out a way to solve them and fast. Quit making up excuses. That's my first message to you today. It's time for you to quit making up excuses. And I want you to start doing the things in your business that are hard. So instead of putting those things off for the rest of the month, I want you to tackle them first. I want you to tackle them head on. Take them on. Get her done. We're going to make this happen. So there's no more excuses, right? Say right. Got it. I know you're sitting in your car, you're in the kitchen doing dishes, or you're at the gym, and now you're talking to yourself. And I want you to yell, yes, right, Pam, you're right. I'm not going to make up excuses anymore. I think I can hear you yelling it, and everybody's looking at you. That's okay. 
that means you're making change. All right. So number one, you're going to quit making up excuses for your poor work, your poor progress. Number two, I want you to identify those skeletons in the closet. What are those things that have been holding you back? What are those things that you just wish would stay in the closet forever? But in reality, you know, as well as I know that those are the things that are holding you back. Those are the things that maybe keep you up at night, but only once in a while because you've put them in the back of your head and you've said, okay, I'm not going to do these things. They're not going to come to haunt me. I'm getting rid of them. They're in a past life. But the truth is they're in that closet in your current job, in your current infrastructure, and in your current work environment, and you need to deal with them. So open up that closet, take the skeletons out, put them on the table, and let's tear them apart piece by piece. Figure out what you need to do to deal with them. If it is a broken system that you have internally, fix it. If you need to figure out a workaround, find a workaround. We are in an age of technology evolution, and I can 99.9% guarantee you can probably find a technology solution that will help you solve that problem. If it's a technology problem, that's an easy problem to solve nowadays. Is it a skill set problem? Do you have a lack of skill set maybe for yourself or maybe for some of your team members, maybe for your management? You need to identify those gaps and you need to solve for them. And you need to be able to build a program that's going to help you obtain support and buy-in and budget to get the budget that you need to achieve your results, to implement a training program. Is it that you just need more people? Do you need a bigger team and you just want to cry some days or some nights because you know you can't get everything done that you need to get done? Many of us have been there and done that, but sitting there crying keeping the skeletons in the closet and not figuring out how to solve your business problems is not going to get you more team. I'm sorry, honey. You have got to do things that are going to move you forward to your goal. You have to set a plan and you need to set goals so that you can achieve them. And then you will be able to get the budget and the team and the support that you want so desperately and that you need to achieve success. And as you are working across your team and you are bringing some of these skeletons out of the closet and you are pushing some things to be fixed that maybe have been broken for a long time, remember that there's likely other people within your organization that have the same problems. There's likely people who also wish those skeletons could get pulled out and just dealt with and put to bed once and for all. So what you want to do is identify those skeletons and then identify other people within your organization who may also want to help you stomp them. So go find those people. And what you will find when you do that is that they will be excited to be part of something that is going to move the business forward. I've seen this happen again and again. And you may actually give them something different and new to work on that is not mundane, something they feel that is actually moving their business and their life goals forward. So oftentimes when you bring about a new problem to be solved, there's usually many people within an organization that actually like to solve problems. That's their job. So if you take a business system development problem to your business system development team, ask them to help you with a specific project, a specific problem and find a resolution, they may get all excited about the project. 
And what you're thinking is just a nightmare. They're saying, yeah, now we have a new project to work on. Now we have some things that we can do that's actually going to help us build a stronger business case for all these other things that need to get fixed. So if you all work together and you all start to integrate and work across your silos, if you're in a big organization, you will be amazed at what you can all accomplish together when you identify some of those common skeletons and common problems that you may have. And if you're in a smaller organization or even a smaller team within a bigger organization where you have more control over these things, then you're not going to have as much red tape. So if you're in a small organization, if it's a mom and pop shop or even a small medium business where you just don't have quite as much red tape as some of the larger organizations, you're going to be able to stomp the skeletons maybe even faster. So you may be able to just take a few of those out of the closet and just stomp them on your own. Get your husband, get your kids and say, you know what, let's figure these things out or get your CEO in the office with you and say, you know, this thing's been bothering me for a long time. Can we please just put it to bed? Here is what I need to accomplish this. All right. And you might be very surprised with the answer. And the other thing I want you to think about when you're working and you're collaborating with other team members is oftentimes you don't know the path that they're on. You don't know the challenges that they have within their own life and within their own job. And although they may seem like they don't want to help you and they don't want to work with you and they may seem frustrated every time you meet with them. Trust me, I worked in corporate for many years, so I know how some of these meetings go. I know how some of those relationships are and you just dread talking with a certain person. But what I found is if I got to know that human being, if I figured out what was going on in their day and in their life, I was able to better connect with them as a human. And I was able to then get what needed to get done from a business perspective because we had built that relationship. And what I found oftentimes is that bringing a project where we could collaborate and work together, and maybe it was a new challenge or it was a skeleton in the closet, whatever it may be, could actually bring them job security. Because if you're taking them forward into a new era on a new journey that is about the future, not just about the past and the skeletons stuck in the closet. Oftentimes, it's just about building that program that I talk about and getting people on board with your vision. And if you can get people on board with your vision, it is amazing the support that you can get internally. And I encourage you to check out some of the resources that we've made available I've talked about a lot of them during our podcast. I'll mention just a couple right now before we move on with this conversation. But one is you can download the eight steps to develop a social business strategy and plan by going to socialzoomfactor.com slash social business plan. I also have a white paper for the top 10 tips to stop random acts of marketing. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com dot com slash no rams and then i have a ton of podcasts and blog posts about how to get your marketing budget approved how to get people on board with your program and the list goes on so i really encourage you to check out some of those resources available the next thing you want to do once you are starting to deal with some of the skeletons because then you kind of know what you're dealing with it's more of a mindset shift that you need to go through and you need to just write down those skeletons, identify them. And then the next thing you need to do is figure out a plan to knock them dead. All right. You need to have specific goals and objectives. And I don't mean go lock yourself in a room for the next 12 months and work on this fancy plan of the things that you need to do and how you're going to stomp all of the random acts of marketing and how you're going to stomp these problems and kill the skeletons. Wrong. This is about agility. 
So quickly, write down a list of some of the skeletons you're dealing with. You know the things that are holding you back every day. Deal with them. Next, you want to set those goals and objectives. What are the goals you want to achieve? What are the objectives you want to achieve? How are stomping these skeletons, how are eliminating some of this randomness in your business going to help you move forward? Align to business goals wherever you can, because that's what's going to help you get support from the rest of the organization. And then I want you to select three things that you are going to knock out of the ballpark in the next 30 days. So what are three major changes that you're going to make? And these are all attributed to things that are holding you back right now. So if it's a platform that's holding you back, if it's your online platform, if it is your website, your blog, if it's maybe your branding, your content architecture, if it's billing systems or business systems or whatever kind of system it may be that you are dependent on and you need that system in order to move forward, then that is something you're going to need to deal with so you can quit making up excuses. Because ignoring that problem every morning and jumping straight to Facebook or Twitter and blasting content to the masses, creating social media buzz instead of social media bucks, and I just did a podcast on that topic, by the way, is not going to get you toward results. And most of the companies that we are seeing that are addicted to social media buzz and are not seeing any type of ROI, return on investment, for their efforts are stuck in random acts of marketing. They're stuck with the skeletons in the closet that they haven't dealt with. So that's why I'm pushing so hard on you today to do that. And I want you to select the three things that you are going to knock out of the ballpark over the next 30 days. And then I want you to determine a plan for exactly how you're going to do that and determine what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Who needs to be on board in order for you to do that? What are the resources you are going to need? And you are going to need to quickly document a quick plan with goals and objectives aligned to your business. And you're going to need to go get support internally or externally, depending on what the problem is, so that you can solve it and get your team members on board as quickly as you can. Identify the resources needed, identify the inputs needed, identify the content needed, and then identify what are the outputs going to be? What are the business outcomes going to be of solving this problem, of making this change, of causing this disruption? And think about this in a positive light. So as you go and you start to share this with people within your organization, share with them the problem that you had and that you have and your specific plan for how you would like to solve that problem. And you may not have all the answers, but you can at least articulate to them what you are wanting to achieve and why, and then ask for their help. Ask for them to join your journey. Ask for them to support this program, which is going to help your business meet its objectives and goals. It's not just about you. It is about your business and it's about helping your team achieve their goals. And when you make it about something bigger than yourself, it oftentimes is a lot easier to swallow and it's a lot easier to accomplish because you have the support of the other people within your organization who are critical to success for you. Because if you sit there and you keep making up excuses and you keep following status quo, 
You are never going to get to where you want to get. You're holding yourself back. Don't settle for status quo because you need to zoom your business and you need to zoom your life. So please check out the other resources that I have. I have a ton of inspirational blog posts on my blog as well. There's some good resources for entrepreneurs and small businesses. And just reach out to me if you need any support and if you want me to point you in the right direction for any of those resources. But check out socialzoomfactor.com slash 024 for the show notes for this particular episode. And I will make sure to post there everything we've talked about today, as well as some links to resources that I think will help you if you are struggling with this type of mindset. So I hope this podcast today was helpful for you. I hope that if you have been stuck, I'm able to maybe get you even a little bit unstuck and moving in the right direction. I hope I'm able to inspire you just a little bit to quit wasting so much time on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and instead roll up your sleeves and get the things done that need to get done. So thank you so much for your time today. I am honored that you spent almost a half hour here with me today listening to some tough love. And just remember everything I'm telling you, I'm telling you with a goal to help you, not to make you feel silly or stupid or inadequate. I really want to just get you out of your own head and make you think with a different mindset because life and business is truly about mindset. And the mindset that you wake up to every day is what is going to determine your success. And if you wake up with a mindset that says, you know what, I'm going to go knock these things dead. I'm going to go really hit these out of the ballpark. Then the chance that you are going to succeed is so much higher. Thank you so much for your time. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.